Attention shoppers, we now have taste in the bread aisle. Dave's Killer Bread. That's right, an organic bread that's no longer a sedative for your taste buds. Dave's Killer Bread is on a mission to make the most of the loaf, to rid the world of GMOs, high fructose corn syrup and artificial ingredients, and plant the seeds of good in all that they bake. Killer taste, killer texture, and always organic. Dave's Killer Bread. Bread amplified. Welcome in to episode 46 of Fired Up, presented by the Belly Up Podcasting Network. My name is Mike Gilletto. Joining me, as always, is Dom Console. Dom, what's going on, man? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing just fine. Listen, there's a lot of action going on around the MLB right now. Uh, so for the special occasion, we are joined by Brad from the Pesky Report. Thanks for joining us, man. How you doing? I am living the dream. So happy to say that we have 162 baseball games and... We're not getting like some shortened games either. Like there's no seven seven inning double headers either. So, I was like real baseball. <laughs> I was surprised about that. Apparently the players love the seven inning double headers. The fact that that went away it really surprised me. I totally get it. Uh, it saves the arms when you're playing a double header. But uh, the the boomer in me, uh, I want <laughs> I want the nine innings. I went to a seven inning double header last year and I got robbed because of a rainout. Uh, yep. I spent $400 to go sit on top of the green monster and it was supposed to be a nine inning uh, game and it got rained out and then it was made up the next day and it became a seven inning double header. I was so upset. That right. sucks. That sucks. And no, no ghost runner on second anymore. You know, you don't start to start actually to... go ahead. They're talking about bringing that back. Are they? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I must've missed that. Is that they came out that today, news? I think, right? Yeah. Did it? Okay. I missed yeah. that. that I missed that news. Um, but you did mention it before we get into today's baseball stuff. You did mention it, the Green Monster. My co-host Dom was at Fenway his first time ever this past season, right? Uh, yeah. So twenty twenty one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, July, was it July or August? I, I think it was August. Yeah, yeah. August of twenty twenty one. Yeah. First time in Boston. First time at Fenway. What's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, it, it's 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 like walking into like. 1925 like it, it's it's and i mean that in the most respectful like best way possible like it it was it was a totally different experience like we sat in uh center field um and it you know we so it was, it was a little hard to see the monster like the whole game but uh it, it was a lot bigger than i thought it was it was gonna be um it was incredible yeah you know i i went to my very first game and this is actually one of the most incredible stories that I had is that uh, my very first game I ever went to was the day before the bombing. Oh, and, wow. And I like the day the bombing happened, I was walking into work. I got the news and I was like, whoa, I literally was just walking down Oilston Street where the bomb right. uh, exploded. But um, my very first game I ever went to, I somehow just picked the right game to go to. Because I got to go down on the field. I met some of the players. I got to walk the field, like, around, not on the grass. But um, I got to take pictures in front of the Green Monster. I got to take pictures in front of Pesky Pole. And I was just, like, I was a kid in the candy store, honestly. Right. And walking, let me ask you, when you walked in there, did when you walked up the ramp, did you get goosebumps when you saw the field? 
Yeah, of course. I mean, I but but I'm somebody who gets goosebumps. Like, even even I've been to Citizens Bank Park a hundred times. Like, I, it's different because I'd never been there, and it's a, obviously a historical park. And like, you know, I, uh, just being a new baseball field, baseball stadium in general is you know. But yeah, I mean, definitely. Like 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 I said, you walk in and it's like, it's it's you're not in 2021, 2022 anymore. Like, you just kind of like. You kind of see the the steps or or, or the uh, seats from above, and like you see the rafters and like things like that. So I mean, it was definitely a way different experience. Something that I, you know, wasn't expecting. So in a good way. I, yeah, no, I totally get it. So um, back in 2013, uh, like I said, first time I ever been there, goosebumps. Yeah, I I kid you not. Every time I go to Fenway, I still get goosebumps when I walk up the ramp. Of course. I, I, I go, I go, I try to go at least five times a year. And every time I go, I swear it's goosebumps. Right. And I, I don't, I don't know how many baseball parks or stadiums or really any stadiums you, you have been to outside of Boston, but like here in Philly, it, it's, there's, there's the arena section. Like, like we have all of our stadiums are together as we're like Fenway. It's like, you're literally walking on the street and like you look up and it's like, it's right there. Like, like when you walk in, it's like you're walking. I, I, I don't. What's what's the street behind the, the Green Monster? Is whatever that little. Way? It's not Jersey Way. Uh, whatever the little street I, is. I'm I'm drawing a I'm yeah, yeah. like. But whatever whatever the little street is has like a bunch of bars and like um uh we we hit a couple the of House those of bars. And... Yeah, yeah yeah um whatever that bar on the corner I forget the bar the bar on the corner. On the, right yeah, next uh, to Lucky Strike. Maybe I don't. If you if you knew the name of it, Lansdowne. Yeah, 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 yeah. That place is. I, I have no idea. To be why fair, I... Dom was very intoxicated that week. Yeah, so he doesn't remember much. Yeah, hey, so it was his Boston, it was his bachelor party. Right. If you're a Boston. <laughs> you're supposed to be intoxicated, bro. Right. So, but even that like little street like behind there with all the bars and stuff like it's it's just like look here it's like we we you park in a parking lot and you walk up to the stadium like there it's just you're walking on the street and like there's vendors everywhere and there's just people right. everywhere and. So you know, I've, stores, and, and you just walk right in from the street. I was telling Mike uh, last night while we were talking, I've been to three ballparks uh, outside of Boston. Okay. Only two of them I've been to for games. I've been to Yankee Stadium. I saw the Yankees take on the Diamondbacks. I've seen the Red Sox and Yankees at Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium, even though I'm a Sox fan, it's not a bad place. It kind of looks like a mall from the outside. Right. But I've been to Citizens Bank Park, and okay. I went. I went to Citizens Bank. Backtrack. I went to Wells Fargo back in 2018 during the World Series, and I saw Metallica there. And then when we went, when my uh, girlfriend at the time we went there, I was like, I got to walk around this place. Like <laughs> you, you got Wells Fargo. What is it? Lincoln Field. Is that Lincoln Financial, Financial Field? Financial Field, yeah. Financial. And then you got Citizens Bank Park. I don't give a shit about football. So like I like she was a football fan and she was just sitting there flipping it off because she's a Pats fan. But um, <laughs> I'm like I'm walking around and I'm just like in awe, oh, dude. I, it was the first place that I I'd, I'd seen another stadium outside of Fenway Park, and I was just like, wow, this place is fucking huge. Yeah. And I ended up going to a Red Sox Phillies game back in 2019. Super awesome place. Your fans are dicks, but um, <laughs> we take that I, as a compliment. I'll yeah, we you. take that with pride. Well, the, fu the fun, fun fact was, is like I was I was uh, talking shit, you know, as a Red Sox fan. And 
we had a guy uh, called Mitch Borland who we called him Mitchy Two Bags. And every time he came up, I was like, let's go, Mitchy Two Bags. And some guy would razz me back. He was like, Mitchy Strikeout. And I was like, <laughs> okay, you know, you got me there, whatever. Then we won. So right. I was just like, nah, nah. <laughs> but beautiful park, honestly. Um, I was over kind of in between right field and third, uh, first base. Um, Bryce Harper was right there. It was it was a beautiful park, uh, but my favorite park I've been to so far is Marlins Park. Okay, I've heard it's like an it's kind of like an amusement park itself, like kind of. I wouldn't say it's an amusement park. It's it's beautiful. It's just in a bad it's, area. Yeah, and I've heard it, it, it's like it's like a cartoon, like not like a cartoon, but like it's it, it's pure entertainment, like kind of like the Dallas Cowboys, you know, like. You go there for an inter, you know, for entertainment. Not so I've much never been game. for a game, so I couldn't say right. that. I went there for a tour, but I, I just don't understand how they don't have more fans there. Yeah, but. yeah, they they struggle to put any seats in that place. And um, uh, uh, and actually, I, I also wanted to mention. So last year, when the the Red Sox traded for Schwarber, um, he, he I, correct me if I'm wrong, but like he missed like the first like two weeks, right? Yeah, the, the game we went to was actually his first game. Oh, nice! So okay, I, they played go. Baltimore. Yeah, and uh, it, it was like a huge ovation for him. Like people went crazy. I think he uh, he had a, he had a couple hits that night too. But uh, but yeah, that that was the game that uh, we we uh, wind up going to. Dude, it was so fucking hot too. Like, like we we have humidity down here, but like I, for whatever reason, I, dude, like people in our section, like diehard Red Sox fans, just was like, yeah. We we gotta leave early, like it's so we we stayed till uh, I think like the end of the eighth, and then we we want because they were they were up big, so like we just cut loose and and went to the, the bars. Bar. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. See, I'm 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 not a bar person, so I stay right. for the games, you know, and then I'll stay until the end. I walk the streets until the end. I always go to the store. I I leave almost every game I go to with a baseball, not like a foul ball or anything. I go to the store, I buy a ball because, you know, I get the, um, uh, the momento, you know, like yep. I, that ball has an authentication sticker that says that it was, uh, a ball that was used in that game. So now I know, Hey, that's my ball. I've been to this game. So right. I, it doesn't tell me any information on it. It just says, <laughs> yes, this was the ball used on this game. So yeah, I respect it. Um, let's let's kind of get into today's game, right? A lot of stuff going on around the league. Um, I guess I kind of started with the big trade that happened. I guess that was today, right? Matt Olson to the Braves. Um, clearly, it doesn't. Uh, that would make me think Freddie Freeman is not going to go back to Atlanta, right? I mean, that's kind of the obvious thing at this point. Everybody in our crew is pretty much thinking that he's going to the Dodgers. And then for some reason, the Toronto Blue Jays are coming out of the <laughs> blue, and they're just like. Hey, we're here. You have a dual citizenship. Uh, why don't you come up to Toronto? So now they're in the they're in the uh, the they're sitting they're waiting for Freddie too. I I hate that. I don't want Freddie going to Toronto because Toronto is already scary. They're a fun team. I'll tell right. you that they are a fun team. Now the other thing that's uh, scary about Toronto is I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, Canada has banned any players athlete. Uh, from crossing the border who is unvaccinated. Oh, okay. So there are players both on the Yankees and the Red Sox uh, just found out that Xander Bogarts was not vaccinated. And Chris Sale had announced last year, I'm not sure if he's vaccinated now, but he 
he had stated last year that he was unvaccinated. And so there's like two big pieces right there. Yeah. That, that matters inside not... of division. Yeah. Inside yeah, the division, exactly. Yep. So I made the post over the week and I was like, this is how the blue Jays are going to win the East. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, well, that actually kind of like leads me into my next question. Like, uh, you know, obviously being a Red Sox fan and having the Red Sox podcast and stuff like how do you view the rest of this division? I mean, you have the Yankees, the the Blue Jays, I mean, Tampa, I mean, and even the Red Sox, like all four are very strong teams. I mean, I, I, I just got to say, I enjoy the fact that you didn't mention the Orioles. <laughs> well, listen, listen, I want I want Cedric Mullins to be a Philly. So uh, we, we need them to be bad. Yeah, Cedric Mullins is not going to be an Oriole for, for much longer. Yeah. Uh, John, I'm surprised. He's not going to be a Philly either. So <laughs> You never know. Dombrowski's a, he's the type of person who will pay no matter what, which uh, I, you know, I'll get to your question, but I right, actually right. have a question for you guys because okay. you guys are Philly fans and uh, we know how Dombrowski is. I want to ask, what's the deal with your ownership crying poor? And then going out and getting the guy that spends the most money on players. Well, I would I would say uh, I would ask that same question because I don't we don't have the answer to no, that. Yeah, we we don't have the answer. Um, but the thing is, like, I don't know where that came from because he did go out and spend three hundred and thirty million dollars on Bryce Harper. Like, he's willing to spend the money and Zach Wheeler, right? And, and Zach Wheeler for Don for, for Zach Wheeler. Um, so he's willing to do it. I guess and you question. guys got Rio Muto too. Yeah, right. right. Rio Muto, they yeah, they paid a bunch, so I think he's willing to do it. I, I think it just I, depends. I, I think it depends where at they're willing to allocate the money right. towards. Like they have zero, like uh, effort into fixing the bullpen, and it seems like this year they're actually trying. I don't know if I love or hate the moves yet that they've done to the bullpen on uh, getting Brad Hand and uh, Yuri's Familia, uh, and then before the break, uh, who was it? Corey Nebel they signed. So they're right. trying. They're trying to do stuff in the bullpen. I don't know if those moves are going to matter, but I think it's more where they're allocating the money to. That's a so, big issue. So to answer your question, uh, the one team that actually – there's two teams that actually kind of scare me uh, in the East. It's not the Yankees either. It's actually the Toronto Blue Jays and the Tampa Bay Rays. If it wasn't uh, for like a couple losses that the Blue Jays had at the beginning of the season, I think that they would have whooped the shit out of us and, and say the wild card game. Or, you know, a division series. They would have won the East. They would have won the American League. Right. Um, but uh, Tampa, the only reason why I say Tampa scares me, and it's simply because of what they have done. You know, they don't pay a lot. But for some reason, they're so pesky. You know, no pun intended. <laughs> but um, they're, they, they do their thing with, like, a $93 million payroll, you know? Yeah, they, I respect the hell out of Tampa, absolutely, for, for that, just being competitive every single year. Now, imagine if they actually spent money. Right. I don't know I don't know if they can in that market, really. Well, if they left that shithole called the Trop, yep. maybe they would. I mean, imagine having a game, a World Series played there. You know, you get we, a, we saw it in 08. Yeah. yeah, you get a pop up, and it just like it bounces off the rafters and yeah, whatever. Yep, we, saw we it had yep, we had a game last year where it hit the C ring, so they called it a home run. It was like, what are we doing? Yeah, right, like, but um, Toronto scares me. The Yankees, I mean, you heard the saying, "The Mets will met." Uh, the Yankees will yank. You know. <laughs> 
Well, well, also speaking of the Yankees, how about that trade? What was it yesterday or today? last night? Last night, it was yeah. literally like eleven o'clock at night last night. I got a, I got a notification on my phone. It says Gary Ch- Sanchez has been traded to the Twins, and I'm like, what? That's all you're giving me? You're right. Like, that's all you're telling me. It was John Heyman too. So I'm like, like for what? What's going on? And then I want to say it was probably about twenty minutes later. We're all going crazy in the in our chat. And uh, it comes out that it's Josh Donaldson is uh, Isaiah. Um, I, don't, I don't know the kid's name. Yeah, yeah, Finer. Yeah, yeah. Who they traded got, for the he, day before. Yeah, <laughs> he got traded from the Texas Rangers to the Twins, and then he got traded from the Twins to the Yankees. And I don't remember who the catcher was, but they sit Urshela and Sanchez over, and I'm just like, why would the Twins want? Sanchez. Well, that's a win for the Yankees. I mean, Sanchez has been eh. awful the last like two or three years, right? I mean, I mean, Sanchez has been uh, been defensively bad. Last year, he had a down season for his uh, batting average, but uh, he's been just poor defensively. Yeah, yeah. and um, but I, it just didn't make any sense. And then uh, you get Josh Donaldson, who's like thirty six years old. He's got a $50 million contract. The Yankees now are paying $86 million between three players. You got Stanton, you got Cole, and you got Donaldson. And the other thing you got to think is just like you have Gallo, uh, Stanton, Donaldson, and Judge. How long are those guys going to be out on the field? Like how long how long are they going to spend time on the IL? And I think Judge is a free agent soon, right? Right. And that's another thing I've been bringing up to – I, I'm a Sox fan, but I can talk baseball with Yankee fans, you know? Of course. And I, I have, we have some followers that are, are, are friends of the podcast and they're Yankee fans. And I've asked, I was like, what are your, what do you think the plan is? You know, like you're paying Cole 300 something million dollars. Uh, you've got, you got Stanton until 2028. Um, so like, what, what do you think the plans are? And then now you just locked up Donaldson. Right. Uh, he's got, I think it's two years. I believe it's two years. It could be three. No, I think but, it is two. But I mean, like, you're still paying him next year. You got him. You got um, um, Stanton. You've got Cole. There's a problem. And then you got to, and, and then you got to think they need a first baseman. So if they go out and get someone like Chris Bryant, they're going to be paying a pretty penny there too. And even going back to Sanchez real quick too. Like I, I read. Uh... I guess it was today because of the trade was last night that um they, they plan on like making him the DH and catching every now and then. So I actually think that could probably help him, you know, stay healthier, focus more on the offensive side, you know, and obviously, like you said, he's a very sloppy catcher defensively. So, you know, maybe that works out. Who knows? We'll see. As somebody who watches the, the DH, obviously being in the American league, what do you think about the dual DH for, for both leagues? The universal DH? Yeah, the, the universal DH. I yeah. love it. Yep. No, I, I personally... You know, I don't want to see someone like, you know, I don't know what your guys' feeling is on Jacob Degrom, but I don't want to see Jacob Degrom get hurt swinging a bat. Right. I, I don't want to see Max Scherzer getting a black eye putting down a bunt in batting practice. You know, stuff like that. It, you know, oh, it's cool. You know, Bartello Colon has hit a home run here and there uh, as a pitcher, but you know, I'd rather see someone like Nelson Cruz, who's yep. about to sign with the Nationals, pending his physical. I'd rather see him hit over, say, Sean Doolittle, uh, yeah. you know, someone like that. It's just it's about time. Uh, it's been needed. And I'm surprised it's taken so long. 
I am, yeah. especially in a sport that struggles with offense and, and getting people engaged in the game. Like you don't, I wouldn't want to give the pitcher a free out. Like at nine times out of ten, that's an out anyway. So right. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're good. Man. It's, it, it's just like I said. You're giving like now you have 15 teams that could use 15 new new hitters. You know, and that brings up uh, our our situation. Our DH right now is JD Martinez. Fantastic hitter, great DH, terrible outfielder. Right. But now he's in the he's in the last year of his contract. And what better way to you know drop that contract than to trade him to a National League team? I think the only thing that like kept kept from getting that universal DH though is that that was literally like one of the only things that separated the National League from the American League. Right and and um, actually two things now going back to the the JD Martinez part like they say he has a great year and they decide to keep him and they you know they don't dump his, his salary to somewhere else get and, and get assets or whatever say he has a great year you know next year it opens up his market you know he doesn't have to just say oh, I, I got to look at the AL now he says you know oh that NL team is is interested because they need a DH you know things like that but uh and uh I was just gonna add like. Yeah, it's 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 awesome that like Madison Bumgarner hits two or three homers a year, but like I would I would totally rather see a DH hit, you know, twenty homers or 25, 30 homers over the pitcher who, oh my God, he hit two homers this year, you know. Imagine what would have happened back in 2000, uh, 2003, I think it was, uh, if David Ortiz was a free agent and there was a universal DH, right? You know, yeah. God, I'm not trying to bring that type of shit well, into the universe because I'm glad that Poppy <laughs> was a Red Sox. But I mean, just imagine what would have happened. Well, go back to go back to 06. I mean, when when or 05 when that when the Phillies had Tomei and Howard, you know, they had to they had to trade Jim Tomei for because Ryan Howard was coming up. So you know, imagine the university age then. You know, having both both of those guys in the middle of the lineup. Yeah, that's that's a problem. Right. You're the one who protects the flock, and that requires an eye for detail. Because when safety and well being are on the line, it's the details that can save lives. Even when no one else is watching, you see everything. Granger gets you, and we're here for you, and all the ones who get it done with a wide range of safety products and solutions, plus board-certified safety consultants here to answer your questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Aprovecha los precios más bajos de la temporada de JCPenney, como toallas de baño Home Expressions Quick Dry a solo $4.88. Y encuentra aún más ahorros en botas para damas y jeans para él y ella de marcas como St. John's Bay, Mutual Weave, Arizona y más, comenzando en $21.88 cada uno. Compre con estilo. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas hasta el 23 de octubre en selección de estilos. Los precios más bajos de la temporada se refiere al periodo del 31 de julio al 23 de octubre. Se excluyen del cupón. Yeah, um, looking at some of the other big names, though, and we already talked about Freeman. Um, but you got Chris Bryan, obviously, Castellanos, um, who else? Schwarber, uh, Carlos Correa is still out there. Um, where, where do you see some of these guys going, or where do you think the best spot for them are? I mean, whichever player you want to go with. I'm going to go with Correa to the Astros. He's going to stay with the Astros. think so, huh? I, I, I do. A lot of people want him to come to the Red Sox. A lot of Yankee fans want him to go to the Yankees. Dodgers fans, which is a shock because they hate the Astros and hated Correa. They want Correa as their shortstop. Uh, I just want to know like where the Dodgers are like getting their infinity yeah. amount of money. Um, yeah. It's just insane. 
Yep. Um, Chris Bryant, there's talks, I believe, with the Rockies right now, which, which is insane. Doesn't make sense to me at all, unless he just doesn't want to win. Because he's I not winning in that division in Colorado. You I think, think it's a front, front from who? Boris? Yeah. Well, well the yeah. thing is, like, you also got to remember uh, Colorado, that thin, thin air, that ball is going to fucking pop off the yeah, bat. Right. So a guy who's hitting, you know, 20 home runs, he could probably hit uh, 20 more. You know, right. uh, Schwarber has been linked to the Rockies. And I, I'm just like, if he's not going to be a Red Sox, then go to the Rockies yeah. and collect all them dingers. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, know? maybe sign a one or two year, one or two year deal. You inflate your numbers, right, and sign a big ticket next year or the year after. It's not a bad move, honestly. Right. Um, I saw something with Schwarber recently, like in the last couple, like last hour or so. The the Blue Jays apparently. The Blue are, Jays, are, yeah. yeah. The Blue Jays are also I intensifying. Them, yeah. So I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, we have a saying that uh, we gave him a nickname. It's Kyle from Waltham. And uh, yeah, that yeah. was that was that was actually a Carabas thing, and Carabas actually just made a post just recently. He's like, "Oh, you think you think Kyle from Waltham was cool? Wait until you see Kyle from Saskatchewan." <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't want to see it. I do not want to see it." I did see that uh, Kutch uh, just signed with the Brewers. Yeah, the Brewers. Yep, he did. Yep, he, he you know he was good for like a year here. Uh, he was. Until he got hurt, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then he got hurt, and he just wasn't the same. Uh, he's kind of cooked, so I, I'm, I I'm fine with him moving on. I hated him being on the Yankees because I, I I didn't root against him, but I didn't root for him, and right. he's one of those guys that I like. But uh, it's just – what. let me ask you guys a question. You guys know about the Yankee Yankee no beard, their, their, their facial policy, yep. their hair policy. Right. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Uh, I – I, I'm fine with it. I like. I get it. That's the I, wrong answer. You no, know, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe because I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I, I, I'm fine. See, with maybe it. I should I, go. Uh, I, right. I should, <laughs> right. I, I should. I should put my head off a little bit more. Right. What are your thoughts <laughs> on the facial? <laughs> no, it's so stupid. No, yeah, it's, real, it's really I, dumb. See, I, I'm. I'm fine with I failed the test. I'm fine with you know franchises, businesses. They're they're allowed to do whatever they want. But I I think it's important to let guys, um, and even like you know. Anybody in sports, you know, let them express themselves in any way they feel that they should. And, uh, you know, while, while it's fine, I'm I I I'm not so, crazy about it. So but... the reason why I'm asking you guys is like, OK, so Kutch, he was known for his hair, right? He, yeah, he had some crazy hair. Um, and a lot of players that went on to, that ended up getting traded to the Yankees. They, they're told, you know, you got to shave your head. You got to sh- shave your face, whatever. Kutch had to save his dreads. Uh, there was a, an ex-Red Sox who uh, was picked up th- through the Yankees, played one game for them, and had to shave his head. He had yeah. dreads. And I was just like, nah, dude. Like, if I got traded to the Yankees and they told me I had to shave my beard, I'd be like, I retire. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know if you're a it's hockey a- guy. The, the New York Islanders have the same uh, have the same rule. Well, they're the, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the most, like, the whole dread thing. thing. I don't know. The the whole dread thing, like that's that's like a culture thing too, like for for yeah. for a lot of guys, you know. Yeah, it's a it's a thing that we actually talk about a lot uh, in our group chat, and uh, especially when like say Josh Donaldson, he just got traded, uh, he had to shave his face, and then the the shortstop, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name, <laughs> Isaiah. Yeah, yeah, Isaiah, he had to shave, and he looked like a baby. He right. looked like a baby. He actually looked like Sanchez. I was like, wait a minute. What are we doing? Yes, yeah, it's funny because Sanchez looks like a baby with like five o'clock shadow. 
Like, <laughs> wait, because now that he's a Minnesota twin, I bet you he's going to grow a beard. Yeah. Like, yeah. look at look at Clint Frazier. He's going to grow a beard. He's like, God, oh, when he signed with the Cubs, he was just like, first thing I'm going to do is get rid of my razors. Right. So, uh, you know, um, we're talking about uh, free agents here. You know, uh, what are what are some big moves you want to see the Red Sox make in these next couple, you know, days or weeks or however long it's going to take? It's, because it feels like it's taking fucking forever for these big names <laughs> to drop. Well, I don't know how I feel about Seiya Suzuki. Okay, yeah, because I did see that today. Actually, he he looks like he he would be a fun guy. He looked like he looks like he would fit in and whatnot. But historically, unless you're uh, Ichiro, uh, you're not, or you know Shohei Otani is just like he's ungodly. You know, yeah, he's like otherworldly. You know, yeah, so that's a freak of freaking nature. But outside of like those two and Matsui, uh, so three, <laughs> you can't really like you don't really see these guys coming over from Japan and picking it up and cracking it, you know? So I don't know how I really feel because major, uh, like major league pitching is a lot different than pitching over in Japan. You know, there's, there's a lot more break. There's a lot more uh, slide, you know, sliders are different, things like that. The pitches are a lot different. Um, So I don't know how I feel about that. A lot of the people on uh, on our podcast are really like, I want say, I want say, um, Correa would be amazing. Would love him, but the problem with him is he's injury prone. Um, well, where do you fit him in at? Shortstop. What about move, Bogarts? Move Bogey to second. Okay. Or you know whatever you know. It, it sucks because like. I personally love Bogey. Everybody on our podcast loves Bogey. I love Bogey. Yeah. But yeah. you got to realize defensively he's 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 not he's a liability it's the same as Raphael Devers you know not right. as bad as Devers like Devers is atrocious defensively sometimes and um yeah you move him over to second um we need a right-handed bat uh who could play uh outfield so I don't see Schwarber coming back um I feel like the Red Sox need pitching too right like um no you don't we, think so? We have we have a lot of pitching right now. I'm well. I'm just I'm I don't know how we have, this. I'm just looking at it right now, and it looks like Nick Pavetta is probably your your third guy right now, right? Uh, nope. So we have Sale, Ivaldi. Uh, we also have Pavetta. We have uh, Dick Mountain, um, Rich Hill. Rich Hill. That's that's, that's <laughs> okay. a ten out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, <laughs> like, ten name. I, I don't even give a shit what anybody says. Like. The fact that we got Dick Mountain probably made me, <laughs> made me the ha- we have a shirt. I don't know if you guys saw. It. We just made I did, a shirt. Yes, I did. Yeah, see and it. we put him as a silhouette for the eye, and I just bought four of them, um, so I can wear it out to work and all that. No, I actually bought one, but um, <laughs> it's uh, we've got uh, Paxton, we got Waka, not right. too keen on Waka, uh, but we've got we got Tanner Houck. We got Garrett um, Garrett Whitlock. Um, though all, all of those people can start or spot start, and then like our bullpen is pretty pretty decent. And I see, I honestly would like to see Pavetta be placed as the closer. That's uh, what we've been calling for for years here. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep, I forgot yeah. he came from you guys. Yep. Well, actually, real quick trivia, trivia. Who did the Phillies trade? To get Bryce Harper? No, 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 not Bryce Harper. Uh, Pebble Bond. To Washington. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Another, uh, obviously, another Boston. 
Red Sox. <laughs> yeah. Who did the Phillies get from the Red Sox training away Pavetta? You <laughs> don't even remember that. Name, yeah, it was where. Yep, it was where. Yeah. He pitched not all, not that long for the Phillies. It wasn't. It, yeah. It was, then you guys traded. Was uh, he came back to the Red Sox and then did he sucked he? for okay. us too. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was <laughs> not good. There was there was right. another player uh, pitcher. Um, who did who else we, we traded Workman? Was there another player involved in that? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to look it up here on the fly. Da, da, da. Our famous God, saying: yeah. "Talks amongst you, talks yeah. amongst yourselves." <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up. Hold. What are the what? Sixers doing? The I, Joel Embiid was going off from what I remember. Keith Hembry. Oh right, right, right. I, I had the fa- I had I had his face. I like I saw the face, but I just couldn't. I couldn't put the name on it, and I was gonna say he, he, he but I, <laughs> yep. I forgot. Yeah, Heath Hembry. Yeah, two guys that didn't really amount to anything with the Phillies. Um, and Pavetta seems like he's carved out a nice little role with the Red Sox. That was he was actually the, the game that I uh, I went to. He yeah, oh, true. He, yeah, yeah, that's right. I I don't know why you guys gave him up. Honestly, it, uh, impatience had... and and I talked about the bullpen sucking, the pressure to better the bullpen, and I don't think they wanted to wait for Pavetta to have grow you into guys what made he eventually. The bullpen will. worse. Exactly. Yep. Plus, but, plus, I think I think the pitching coach at that point it just wasn't. It was like his his second or third, fourth go around where it was like we're gonna give this guy another chance. And I just think it was more of a front office thing than anything. Like, obviously, the fans were fed up with him, but the fans were calling for him to go to the bullpen for so long and be the back end of the bullpen. And it's like management just didn't see it. So, you know, you trade him to Boston and, you know, maybe he, you know, he, he has pitched late in games and started for you guys, I believe, right? Yes. Um, he's, so. he was, uh, he's got a lot of fucking energy, man. We got a guy on our podcast who probably has the biggest boner ever for, uh, Pavetta. <laughs> like he's literally like Pavetta is, uh, uh, did you know, do you know, uh, Pavetta's birthday? Uh, I do just because I'm looking at her. I'm looking at his page don't right say now. I don't. don't. Oh, no. I, I won't. Valentine's Day. Uh, I was gonna. I was gonna take a guess, but <laughs> yeah. So he's like, he's Canadian. He's from. He he was born on Valentine's Day. He's such a sweetheart. And then like <laughs> last year, he he threw like I want to say it was like a three inning relief outing. He came out and had a three inning relief. And he just stopped, and he just like pounded his chest. Yeah. And then he was like running over to the uh, to the dog. It was so fun. Well, didn't, didn't he have a no hitter too? Like or, or close to a no hitter? I think something? he was late in a game, right? I think he was seven was or eight a, innings. I deep. think it was a like a one one hitter or something like that. Okay. And then Matt Matt Barnes came in and blew it. Okay. <laughs> Sounds about. And right. the guy and the guy that likes Nick Pavetta hates Matt Barnes. Uh yeah yeah he was <laughs> he was lifted from a no hitter he was six and two thirds and they yeah, pulled him go. and they That's lost so they, shitty they lost one nothing I yep. hate that <laughs> it, it, it was in Tampa right uh it was in Tampa correct yep yep, it was yep. In Tampa that shit all I hate shit like that like Dave Roberts does that a lot like and I, and I think Dave Roberts is a good manager but like those kind of like I don't know like that new that new baseball thing like I don't know the thumbs down for Dave Roberts. <laughs> well, I mean, he, as, as no, a good, you he, said he was, as a good manager, I I'm not yeah. giving him a thumbs down as like a player. Because, I was gonna say you know, I, he was, he was a, he's a Red Sox, a big big uh big play. He was an integral part in uh, the Red Sox winning the 2004 ALCS, uh, that right. comeback against the Yankees. Yeah, so a Matt Barnes wild pitch is what walked off the victory for yep. the uh for the for the race. Told you. 
<laughs> Matt Barnes, long yeah. games. <laughs> That's funny. And, but uh, it, it, like in all honesty, like you look at Matt Barnes from the beginning of that season last year, he was lights out. You know, uh, we have we have a a, a, a a Bailey who is a part of our podcast, and she's just like, but he was elite, and <laughs> we're all like, yeah, but he sucked in the second half. And then she's like, yeah, but he was elite in the first. And I was like, yeah, that doesn't matter. He sucked in the second half. So It's so hard to be a relief pitcher. Yeah. It well, is so problem, freaking hard the problem to be a good is, relief pitcher. Well, the problem I, I have is that he sucked. He started sucking right after he signed his extension. Right. Like, that's the worst time yeah. to start sucking. Like, start sucking towards the end of the season, you know, like into September, whatever. That's like, it happens, you know, but find your shit in the postseason. And then they took him off the, he wasn't even on the postseason roster. Right. And, and I also think, like, relief pitcher, like, as a whole, like that position, it's just more than ever, like, now more than ever, you're asked to do way more than you ever have before. Like, you have, like, you have spot starts now and you have, uh, 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 you know, guys, relief pitchers are coming in the sixth inning because the starter threw 60 pitches or whatever, or 80 pitches in, through six. Like, I, I just feel like they're asked to do more. And we back in like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take out some names here. Like Chad Durbin and JC Romero from like the 08 Phillies were good to us because like, like we think of those names. We're like, wow, those guys were actually pretty good. Like, because they were asked to do less than my, to do less in my opinion than, than what, you know, relief pitchers are uh, asked to do now. Yeah, and, and Don asks if, if the Phillies will end up signing anyone that would upgrade the talent, especially in the outfield. But it, and probably not, because instead they're going to give us back uh, Adubel Herrera, which <laughs> is awful, and I'm really pissed off that I have to see another season of Adubel Herrera. I will just say that. Uh, there, You guys are being linked with Bryant because that's what uh, True. That's what Harper wants. The, the, thing, the thing that I do like about Bryant, though, and that's probably, I don't know if he's my number one case scenario, I just like his versatility. You could kind of put him anywhere, put him at third, right. put him at first, put him in the outfield. You kind of put him all over the field. I'm sure so, if he signs somewhere, he's going to want, like, he wants to know where he's playing. I'm sure. I'm sure he does. Yeah. Um, if but he I, comes here, he's probably left field. Probably. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. Or or third base if, if Alec Bowen right. doesn't work out. Because he he struggled last year a lot, so yeah. In all honesty, like I don't know, I haven't paid attention a lot to the Phillies. I've been too busy with my own team here. Not a lot of the league has paid attention to the Phillies recently, too. <laughs> I don't think the fair. Phillies have paid attention to the <laughs> Phillies. <laughs> but I do. I I, I want I want to ask you guys a question because you guys are the first like Phillies crew uh, I've talked to on a podcast. So uh, Harper signs. With the Phillies, what what year was that? That was twenty eighteen, I believe. Yeah. So that was like no twenty nineteen. Sorry, was that right before spring training? Yeah, it was. It was during spring training. Yeah, it was during spring spring training. training. They had the they had the whole setup and whatever. Yep. And then he said that he was going to bring a World Series title to Washington. He did say that. Yeah, correct. (laughs) He did say that. Um, which to be fair, they did win like the following season, right? (laughs) That year, it was that that year, yeah. So I guess he wasn't wrong. Um, Plus, he won an MVP. He won an MVP here, so we we forgive him for that. That's true. That's true. You guys <laughs> gave him when he first started with you guys. You guys gave him so much shit. Uh, I don't know about shit. A lot of a lot of people thought he was being insanely fake with the pandering to Philadelphia. He had a great first year. Um, he did. He did. Um, but I, he's been everything is advertised. He's been great here. 
I um, love the I love the like the the I love the fanatic. Yep. Okay, the fanatic's probably <laughs> you know outside of Wally, uh, the fanatic is probably my favorite mascot out there. Him and maybe what is his name, Orbit from the Astros. Yeah, I, I think I think it sounds about right. But uh, yeah, those three are probably my top three uh, favorite mascots. Yep. Yeah. I mean, listen, Philadelphia's starting to be known for their mascots, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't know any of your other mascots, though. Gritty, uh, you, I, have, you haven't seen him all over the place, the Flyers mascot? He's, he's... No, I just I, – I, I, because you guys are a Philly-affiliated uh, podcast, I do have to say fuck Nick Foles. <laughs> okay. Well, I thought you said you weren't a big football guy. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> so that me, that's that's a lot of meaning coming from me. Listen, well, I, I don't think you're. Like, I don't think you're gonna find other people who. Uh, I, I, Mike and I are not fuck Nick Foles, but like we're. I don't think we're like the biggest like Nick Foles fans in the he world. He was average. He just had an insane like two games. games. Yeah, I would say two, honestly. Right, right, right. <laughs> the, the the Patriots uh, uh, pass or whatever it was that he did uh, had whoever it was through through him the pass and he right. ran it the philly special yeah yeah, yeah, trey, yeah, trey, the philly Bur- special. yeah trey burton yep through through the past it was the technically the pat special but they dropped it when they when they <laughs> yeah, tried to run brady it. Yeah. dropped the ball exactly speaking <laughs> well, yeah i mean that's i i kind of wanted to bring it up so before we went on we kind of talked about it a little bit but uh like I, I was gonna ask you if you were a big football guy at all or a football fan at all and Unfortunately, you said you weren't, but I was going to get your uh, take on, you know, the news that dropped today with uh, Brady returning. You didn't say it. You <laughs> didn't say it. I... <laughs> I, okay, we'll, we'll put the curtains back a little bit. So before before we started recording, uh, we, you know, we, we, had, we had talked about this a little bit. Um, uh, and we, one of us, I don't know which one it was, Mike or I, but uh, we used the word retire. And Brad here was not happy with us because <laughs> he claimed that. Brady did not use the word retire in, in his post. speech back on February 3rd. Yep. Right. No, he didn't. He did not. Hey, fair enough. I, I didn't so, catch that. So uh, trust me, man. I listen to a lot of sports radio, uh, Boston sports radio, and a lot of them like analyze the, that, that right. Instagram post. Like, why didn't he think the Patriots? Why didn't he do this? Blah, blah, blah. And wait, he never said retired. What's going on? And then there was just one guy in sports radio. He's like, he, he ain't done. He coming back. He's coming back. He might take a year off is what he said, but he's coming back in less than what was it? I think it was 41 days. He's coming back. My thing is, is that I don't know if it was earlier today or, or earlier, early in the day yesterday or Saturday or whatever. There was a guy that bought what was supposed to be Tom Brady's last touchdown pass right. at the football he bought it for over $500,000, and Tom Brady is like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm coming back. Now it's just a football. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I, I I don't feel bad for the guy or, or, or whoever it was, but, I mean, like, if you have $500,000 to spend on a football. Dude, if I'm the people that, like, are, are doing the auction, whoever, whoever sold the football, I'm, like, laughing my ass off right now. <laughs> yeah, they, they you know, got it for free. Yeah. Right. No cares. Exactly. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, I appreciate you joining us. I know you're pressed on time. You got to get up early, right? So, we'll, hey, I'm uh, here as long as you need me to. Uh, no, I, th- I think we're good. I, pr- okay. I appreciate oh. you coming on, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, get off. Like, no. <laughs> 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 Listen, all right, man. 
I, I, I can only get 45 minutes to Boston. That's uh, that's all we have on this. Show, right. You know what I mean? Listen, the Red Sox are the only team I I like in Boston. The other team, the other three teams, got fucked themselves. That so. is true. I I, I was real, <laughs> I was a big fan. I'm really in the early 2000s because I I hated the Yankees so much that I kind of jumped on board of the 0304 Red Sox. Um, so I that, that whole that whole I, was I, fun. I always liked the Red Sox, but then going to Fenway just kind of made it an even bigger thing. But it yeah, was, I'm not I'm not I'm a fan of the other three a, teams. I want to take a peek here and see when we can get you guys on our show. Say like if we're playing you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I'll be honest. I haven't even looked at the schedule yet because there been so many I'm crazy not, things going on. Right. I'm not seeing anything for the Phillies. I'm in uh, August right now. Really. Really? Yeah, I don't think we're playing you guys. Well, we'll have to get you on our show at some point, uh, just to talk shop. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, we'll we'll definitely arrange that. I'm, yeah, I'm well, looking here. I don't, I don't see. It. There's that's not possible, is it? Don't don't you play every team every year? No, not you don't baseball. play every no? team. No. no? Mm-hmm. 162 games. They can't figure out and get a series here and there. Well, it, you gotta you gotta play each one in your div- division what is so it, many times. times yeah yeah so that's, yep, and then that's you have true. to play the same teams in your um league yeah mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner Welcome to America, the land of junk sleep, where it's bedtime, but you're double booked. Here, there's always one more deadline to meet, episode to watch, or meme to share. The world may not want you to sleep, but we do. Only the sleep experts at Mattress Firm can help you find the right bed at the right price. Unjunk your sleep, in-store or online at mattressfirm.com today. Twice, oh, we, right? Yeah, but we 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 play Toronto. I believe it's twice. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but I, it, it, the way the schedule works is you you, yeah, you do play, you do yeah, play yeah. AL, you just don't play every AL team or yeah. NL team if you're the AL team. Right, right, yep. I'm not saying it either. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sure. I, I feel like we played the Red Sox like the last three or four years, so it's probably going to be a couple years. Right. Yeah, we'll, until we we'll play see them each again. Other. Yeah, yeah. But, absolutely. Uh, we'll try. It's and, always uh, those like. No, go ahead. We'll try and schedule something, even even though you know maybe maybe the All Star break. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'd definitely be down. It, it's always like the Phillies always play the Red Sox, like those two like two game series, like or like like yeah. uh, like those those little random series here and there. Like I think yeah. last year it was like the home and home, right? They played two yeah, at home so and then two at ho- away. We played, yeah, we played uh, two in Philly and then we played two at Fenway. Right. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, we, we appreciate you coming on. We'll, we'll definitely arrange that. We'll, we'll be we'll be happy to do it. So. All right, man. Thank you. All Thank right. you guys for having us on. Thanks a lot. Absolutely. Thank you. Take it easy. All right. That's it. Later. All right. There you go. Little, that was a lot red, of fun. Little Red Sox action. It was. Yeah, we were we were planning on having them only for a half hour. We went 45, so. Right. Um, like you said, it's too long for uh, Boston. Yeah, we, yeah, <laughs> we don't want to give Boston that much time. Um, so, listen, I, I, we're going to get into Eagle stuff. I was, obviously, some news went down uh, today. But uh, before we get into that, let's do some Who Am I. I have one Who Am I. And in honor of baseball, okay. finally being back. Also, love the shirt. 
Love oh, the shirt thank you, you very much. Away. Yeah, you were there when I bought it. I was there. Uh, how do we? Yep. How do we do this? I, I don't know, but I just noticed it because you propped up a little bit. That's yep. the that's a Spectrum uh, City Edition type shirt. It's not yep. like the jersey, but right, it's it, the logo. It's, it's what I awesome, like about it. It's an awesome look. Yeah, when I, when I what I like about it too, it's not like a Sixers shirt, but it is. Right, and I could exactly. like I, I, technically I could wear it to a Flyers game if I wanted to, Absolutely. or or like because it's a Spectrum. But uh, but yeah, I mean it's my mom. I, I wore it in front of my mom like a week or two ago, and. She like the first. She didn't say hello to me. She was like, "I really like your shirt. Is that new?" I was like, "Yeah." It's like the first. Or it was the second time I'm wearing it. She it, was like, "It's oh, awesome. It's really shirt. nice." It really also, how are you doing? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So anyway, in honor of baseball being back, um, I got a I got a Phillies one for us this week. Okay. Right? So let's do clue, it. Clue number one. I I, I have a feeling you're gonna get this. Okay. I, I didn't it. No, <laughs> I didn't go back into the you know early days. I didn't pick some obscure name. You know this guy. Okay. So I, I have a feeling you're gonna get it. All right. Uh, hopefully you don't get it in the first clue like you you know you've been known to do. So, <laughs> um, clue number one. I was drafted by the Phillies in the ninth round of the 1998 MLB draft. Okay. All right. I went to college at USC. I think I got it. Jesus Christ. Go ahead. Chase Utley. No, it is not no. Chase Utley. Okay. I would, you think I give you Chase Utley? <laughs> <laughs> you never know, dude. You kind of you you did feel a little bad last week. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, Don't give me that much of a softball. Cl- uh, clue number three: I made my MLB debut for the Phillies on September twenty seventh, two thousand three. It's not Chase Utley. Well, he was a first round pick anyway, so uh, true. Um, clue number four: I spent thirteen years in the MLB. Okay. Clue, no- clue number five. I also played for the Royals, Athletics, Nationals, and Dodgers. Okay. Uh, I was a two-time World Series champion. Okay. Um, I initially I initially retired in 2014 due to injury, but came back in 2015 by signing a contract with the Royals. Hmm. Okay. No- nothing yet. <laughs> Not a thing. Uh. I am second all-time in postseason pitching appearances. Only Mariano Rivera has pitched in more postseason games. Okay. Uh, Can you my, name the teams again? Uh, the Royals, the Athletics, the Nationals, and Dodgers. Okay. All right. Keep going. My last appearance came in 2018 with the L.A. Dodgers. Okay. So not that long ago. Right. Um, uh, clue number 10. I was close to signing an extension with the Phillies in 2011, but the Phillies opted to sign Jonathan Papelbon instead. That's kind of a big clue. Uh, geez. Is it Chad Durbin? It is not Chad Durbin. Good guess, though. It is not Chad Durbin. Uh, I, have, I, have, I did I have bring another, his name up. I have another clue that I think you'd get it, but I wanted to see if you got it without those clues. Or Dude, I have that last clue. So it's a pitcher. It is a pitcher. A back end of the a back end of the bullpen. Oh shit! Give me another clue. He had a nickname of, and I don't know how well known this nickname was, but he was the Bridge to Lidge. Does that? Oh, Madsen. Ryan, Ryan Madsen. Yep, yeah. it is Ryan Madsen. Okay, I was thinking Jose Mesa, but then I was like, no, he actually pitched he was in the way late too early. Yeah, he was yeah. earlier. Yeah. But Ryan yeah. Madsen, yeah, there you go. That's a good one. That's that's a that's a fun name. Yeah, I didn't want to give him anything like a setup guy because I feel like you would have got it if I went. Yeah. Setup. Um. Now 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 that I'm going through the clues, I I, I should have gotten it. Yeah. Or way earlier. Yeah, so I don't think that was me 
stumping you per se. Like, no, that was a good one. That, yeah, that was an insanely hard one. I thought I thought like that was doable. So yeah, yeah, I I feel like if I had more time because like we're again I say it every week, but we're like on a time thing here. Right. So like, yeah. yeah. We, we got to kind of have to come up with an answer. Right. I feel like if I sat here for long enough, like. Murray Craven and um, who was the other guy for the Sixers last um, week? Speedy Claxton. Yeah, if if I was here for like three hours, I wouldn't have gotten either. <laughs> so I feel like if I was here for a while for Mets, and I would have eventually you would have came up with yeah, Madsen, absolutely. All right, um, let's go into some Eagle stuff. So Eagle signed Hassan Reddick, three years, forty-five million, thirty guaranteed. Um, the Camden native, Temple University. Yep. Coming home, right? Um, I I think this is a great signing. He has the fifth most amount of sacks in the last two years. I think it's twenty three and a half. Yep. Um, is it twelve? Two years ago, it was twelve and a half. Last this year was year's 11. eleven. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I yeah. I I love this move. Um, I I wonder if this is kind of the beginning to moving maybe a Fletcher Cox. I don't know how much you really need him anymore. Um, I mean, I guess Hassan Riddick's really probably more of an edge guy anyway. So maybe right. you do keep them both. Um, that's just a lot of money tied up in your defensive line, but I, 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 I mean, I, I, this is kind of Howie Roseman's thing, and we always shit on Howie Roseman, but he he loves to build from the tree, the, 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 the trenches, trenches. Yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly, offensive the, the, defense, the, yeah. the old cliche. So he loves getting his defensive guys, he loves getting his offensive linemen. Um, so I mean, I, I you know, a a to Howie Roseman for this one. Yeah, and listen, you know, you build that way if you have a good pass rush. Your your cornerbacks play better. You have a better pass rush. Your your linebackers play better. Which they all have a good way, pass rush, right? Except, did you see this today? Singleton. Yep, they are not tendering him. He will be a free agent. Thank the fucking board because <laughs> he stinks. He's awful. Yeah. Um, I did see that. Uh, but what I was saying, like the the you good you have a good pass rush. Your safeties play better. Like it it it, it, it kind of changes a lot of the game. Um, I love the signing too. And also, I didn't see a lot of people like pointing it out. I think the money was good. Like, I think it was yeah. very fair. It might have been a little, a little under compared to the you know way he played the last two years. Maybe the so, hometown discount a little bit, right? So, listen, I, I went through his stats today. Like his first three years, just playing out of position, um, playing and like the young. middle he's still, linebacker. He's still learning yeah. the NFL. Yeah, yeah. He, I think his rookie or first two years, he played middle linebacker. Uh, when Jordan Hicks moved over there, yep. he moved to the outside. And like two years ago, like I said, 12 and a half sacks for Arizona. Went to Carolina last year. We saw him last year um, in that game. I think he might have had a sack or a couple of QB hits but uh, against the Eagles. But, um, you know, like I said, 11, 11 sacks last year. Uh, it's it's a really good signing. I mean, what I love about the Eagles, too, is like the way that they're going to build the defensive ends, too. Like you're going to on one side, you're going to have Reddick and um, Josh Sweat. And then on the other side, you're going to have Brandon Graham and maybe a guy they draft, you know, to replace Brandon Graham eventually or right. Whatever. Uh, what they do with Fletcher, we'll see. I I would like him. I would like to see him stay. Um, and really, uh, allow him to play his game because last year he obviously voiced his displeasure with defensive coordinator and um physically and and even even the things he yeah, but said. He's still here though. No, no, I'm saying if he stays. Right. No, I'm not. I'm saying the coordinator's still here. Like that. No, I know, still, but I'm saying I'm saying I'm an, hoping I'm right. hoping. If he stays, I'm hoping they fix it. That's what I'm trying right. to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I got you. So, um, you know, they learned from that mistake. Uh, but if he doesn't, I mean, um, I, you know, we had we we had a uh, little bit of a of a disagreement on the uh, the uh, the 16 beloved Eagles. I thought he should have been on there, but that's Fletcher. because I like him. Yeah, yeah. 
it, you know, I just think the la- the last year or two people have soured on him, for sure with that big contract and yeah, yeah, I, I got yeah. you. Um, that's why I don't think I really fought you on it much, right? But because uh, you had a point there, but um, I'm just talking about my own love for him. I, you know, one of my favorite Eagles. I think he's a great leader. Um, you know, those those days that Jalen Mills would wag his finger, you know. And, and and Fletcher would grab him by the face mask and say, get the F back on the bench. Like, you know, things like that. Uh, they're the things that I like about about players. So, uh, you know, um, it would suck to see him go, but it, it's probably going in that direction. So, um, yeah. But, but again, the, the Reddick thing was is great to me so far. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I agree. And he's still young. I think he's, what, 20? He'll be 28. Yeah, tw- 28. So I, I, think, I, think, it's, I, think, it's, I think it's a good move. Um, I think I saw it today. What did he turn? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Yeah. Or twenty nine. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. He'll turn twenty eight September twenty second. Yep. Yeah. So he's still. I mean, he's still young. Um. So yeah. I mean, I think Howie Roseman hit a home run here. Um. Listen, and- I, I I would absolutely love them to draft a defensive end too in the first round yeah, to keep absolutely. those picks. You know. Um. Or even draft like another. Like I said, when when the edge rushers and the, and the pass rush gets there and they play well, it helps out the corners. Maybe they they draft a rookie quarterback cornerback, and you know he plays well. Right. Um with with that. So we'll see. Absolutely. Um do you have anything else Eagles wise? I mean, I know there have been a couple of big moves in the uh in, in in the NFL. Did you want to talk about Deshaun Watson maybe at all before we before we uh, move on? Yeah, sure. I mean let's you know let's get into uh, it. So he got off on all okay, poor poor choice of words. But he got off on all the uh on all the criminal uh charges. Right. Right, so he doesn't. Uh, so he, so I mean, I, I don't know if the NFL is going to suspend him. My guess is eventually they probably will. Yeah, um, he'll get but like uh, four games or whatever. Yeah, it is. but at least the criminal stuff is settled. So it's a trade is probably going to happen soon. Maybe right. who knows? I, but I, I would now that he got cleared with the criminal stuff. Do would you want Deshaun Watson or, or do you still kind of want to it, stay it's, clear of that? It's it's really tough because it's it's sometimes it's really hard to separate on field and off field. Um, listen, and, and that's the thing. It's like these people that don't want him. I understand, and then there's the people that do want him, who say, "Yeah, I, we pay him to to the owner pays him to to throw touchdowns, not to be a great guy," and like. You know, and then you and then you hear these people say about how he's a locker room cancer and this, that, and the other. Like that, that is so false because, like, I don't know if you remember, it was it might have been two, uh, JJ Watts last year. There it was two years ago, running off the field in the last week of the season, runs up to Deshaun Watson and says, "You know, I'm sorry for this really shitty season. Yep. You deserve so much better." And that's JJ Watt. Like yep. that's a, that's a Hall of Fame defensive end who, you know, is well respected in the locker room around the league. You know. That's somebody that's saying that to Deshaun Watson. So I don't know if he's a locker room cancer. No, um, he I, might be a that, total penis. I, I, was I don't say, know. I, th- I think it stems from the allegations. Like, I don't know. If yeah, anybody right. knows about his locker room presence. I think they. Well, they kinda, I'm just saying what I've seen. In, right now, they just kind of group them all together. I think. Right. I like. True. So um, like, and listen, we go back to the whole Vic thing too. Like, listen, Vic. As much as I love dogs, I mean, dogs are a little different than humans. Like, you know, unfortunately. I don't even but, know if it's if that's apples to like that's apples to oranges to me. What do you mean? Like, in like, terms like of, they're just like, two different situations. Like, well, I'm Vic, just talking like, about a guy Vic, who Vic actually did his time, right? Served, and, he served jail time, and um, yeah, and like you said, it's dogs versus humans, and it's allegations versus right. conviction. That like, that's that's what it is. That that's yeah. that's the yeah. So like like that's the thing is like I, I, no matter what kind of case it is, whether it has to do with sports or not, 
this whole mainstream trial thing, like, or, or, uh, uh, settlement like this this whole big thing like to me it's really hard to have a total you know opinion on something if you're not in the courtroom or right. wherever it is you know you don't yeah. know all the all the because like there, there are half the women that have come out aren't weren't even named so like it's it's kind of hard to have an opinion on something when you don't know all the facts either way right. yep so i maybe maybe they do stay away for that maybe they don't i don't know it just does but it also doesn't seem like he wants to be here anyway so Right, because he's only taking, I think, visits from because like I think teams are going to visit, right? Okay, I think uh, it's maybe the, the Panthers. I think the Panthers and the Saints want to meet him first, and he'll, he'll, and he's he'll the, take, he'll the he'll only... take a meeting with the Panthers, but not the yeah, Eagles. yeah. The fuck do the Panthers have? They're, they got a decent offensive line, a decent defense, and good weapons. I'm, I, mean, I mean, he's from the country too. What's like in Cal or what's in Carolina? Uh, I think it's less pressure. Um, uh, I mean, maybe young coach. Uh, I mean, that's here too. But right. um, yeah, I just, good, I just like better I, weapons. I can, I can maybe see Miami because it's Miami. I can maybe right. see LA, like places that are like big that he maybe he wants to go to. But Carolina versus Philly, and he'll take a meeting with Carolina. That's yeah. It might just be a less pressure thing, you know. I mean, and and yeah, but but then again, he's, he wants to go to the Saints, or or he's meeting with the Saints as well. So like, right. You know they they love football down there too, so like it's yeah. you know, absolutely, it's, it's a weird situation. Like I, it's it's really hard to say yes, I want him or no, I don't want him because I don't know all the facts and like I, I don't know which way to go with it. You know, I'm yeah. I'm actually very torn with it because again, it's really hard to separate his play on the field from right the person that he is and like if he is that person, I don't want him in my locker room. But if he's not, then like I do. So like right. yeah, it's you hard. Just, it's you tough. Just don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. What do you got... what do you think? What do I? Uh... I think well, I, I I tweeted it out. There's somebody on Twitter, and I forget who it was, that said, um, the the upgrade from Deshaun Watson to or from Deshaun Watson to to Hertz or back, I think I have it backwards from Hertz to Watson isn't big enough of an upgrade to you yeah. know, worry about off the field stuff. It's like first yeah. of all, let's not pretend that the that was a the, verified account, like somebody who yeah, I forget who it was yeah, um, but like, let's not pretend that they aren't leaps and bounds apart. Like leaps and but like Deshaun Watson, you could argue. I don't know if I would. I think he's close. You could argue is a top five quarterback in the league. Yeah, sure. I would argue Jalen Hurts is a bottom five quarterback. In the I league. don't know about bottom five, but uh, he's, he's definitely close. on the. He's, he's only he's, he's on the ladder of the fifteen. Right, exactly. Of the fifteen of the thirty-two. Yeah, like it's leaps and bounds different, and it, it is a clear upgrade. Yeah. Um. So if I think, think it's the same a, guy that tweeted out when he in that tweet, I think he tweeted out about the the, the locker room cancer. That he is, yeah, yeah, I think it was, yeah, yeah. So, and we don't even know if that's that's true. That's you're you literally right. them just grouping in the, uh, the right because that's the first time I've ever heard of that. Right, exactly. So, all right, I got nothing else here. You want to move on because we're yeah, we're, we're, it's, it's gonna be a long show. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of other stuff to talk about before we get into. I don't know really. I guess we'll talk about little Sixers, but before we get into that, I did want to mention the the bracket that we have going on. Yes, yes, yes. Um. So, oh shit! Hold on, let me go to our page. You know, um, t- 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 talk amongst yourselves before I you know, while I'm pulling this up. Hold on, because <laughs> well, I forgot I finished. To, I forgot to prepare here. I finished. We finished. Me and my wife finished Ozark. Um, I don't okay. know if I said that yet on last week's show. I don't think I did, but uh, it was a good season. Um, you know, I'm excited for for it to uh to get some answers. So anybody listen uh or anybody listening or watching who uh is into Ozark, you know, we could uh we could talk about that. Um, 
But yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm, I'm watching Bel Air too. How I is lo- it? So I love Fresh Prince. Uh, I know you love Fresh Prince too. Yes. Um, it's 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 darker. Um, it's more serious. Right. Uh, but uh, but I, I actually kind of like it. I'm I'm hooked on to it. I, I watched you know every episode so far. I think I've one left, but okay. it's pretty good so far. Nice. It, there's um, a little bit of funniness to it, but like it's mostly that's very Peacock, serious, right? Yes. I'll have to check it out. Yep. Um, so I do have it up now. So the first matchup started with Brian Dawkins against Brian Westbrook. Battle of the Bryans. Uh, <laughs> Dawkins took it 83%. No surprise there. Yeah. Um, Darren Sproles lost to Jason Kelsey. 92-8. to eight. <laughs> Fucking blowout. Um, and then... I'm, I, I mean, bet your boy's happy. Uh, <laughs> from, yeah, from... Yeah. Yep. Guy that was... Uh, That's the last time I bring him up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he doesn't need any more time. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, I mean, you... You quoted. I'm gonna quote you and say you said he was okay. up there with Bernie. Um, Brandon Graham beats number three Randall Cunningham fifty-three sure percent to forty-seven. Um, we're we're dumb as a fan base. Um, so moving on, <laughs> or maybe you're just wrong. No, because we're dumb. Because here we go in the next battle: Nick Foles against Reggie White. Nick Foles wins with a very nice sixty-nine percent. Hey, listen, I I don't agree with it, but Foles brought something that Reggie White didn't. True, I, that's, and I'm that's just true. trying to think like everybody else. I don't think I think I did vote Foles, but of course you did. I don't remember honestly. It was. It was, it was a while. Yeah, it was a while. I don't really remember what I did. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, um, it's a lot of days in between now and then. Yep. Uh, round two of the Phillies bracket now. Uh, Mike Schmidt beat Cole Hamill seventy six percent. Not really a surprise. I actually thought it'd be a little higher. Like I thought I thought it you would thought be, it'd be more uh, of a blowout. Yeah, really. Uh, I mean, people saw Hamill. More people saw Hamill's, I feel like, than Schmidt. On Twitter, uh, yeah. On Twitter, yeah, the younger right. generation. Um, Jimmy Rollins beat number five, Richie Ashburn, 89 to 11. It was okay. never close. Yeah. Um, I was surprised this one wasn't as or it wasn't closer. Number six, Ryan Howard against number 14, Jim Tomei. Ryan yeah. Howard won with 78% of the vote. I, I actually downplayed about how much the city didn't like Howard. I mean, I guess I was wrong. Yeah. And I'm, I'll tell you what, I am surprised that Harper didn't win against Utley. Utley won with 71% of the vote. I really thought Harper would win that. Did uh, Did you go Utley? Uh, I believe so, yes. I did not. I, I, you didn't? No. I'll tell you why. Okay. I, I, I think I like them both equally. Um, Maybe Chase has a little bit of an edge, but uh, but uh, I, I, just, I think I went Harper just because I knew Utley was going to win. So I want to show vote. some love. Yep, yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, so let's move over to the Flyers bracket. Now, this is where I almost rioted down down my street <laughs> uh, because it got very, very dicey. Bernie but it, Pratt, it eventually... It, Bernie Perron ended up winning 62% yeah. to Wayne Simmons. But it was there early. Was, there was a time where it looked like Wayne Simmons was going to take it, and I almost yeah. lost my mind. Listen, I voted for Bernie, you know. Um, um, well, I'm, I'm glad to hear I, it. I, 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 sometimes I like to mess around and, you know, kind of, kind of, mess with things a little bit and fuck things up but i i couldn't yeah no i i, 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 I appreciate that because <laughs> do that one for you i don't know what would have happened if wayne simmons won well, i don't think i'd be doing the show right now i'd be, <laughs> I'd be very upset um uh eric lindros beat rick tockett 85 percent 85 percent i was wow. i was surprised eric lindros won by that big well i feel like the kids that watched the young kids that watched tockett grew up to love lindros so yeah, like true you know, it, when you remember more of hockey, like 
like when I was growing up, it was Richards and Gagne and Forsberg, like those guys. And right. I, but I remember more of Giroux's career. Like, so yeah. I would probably go Giroux. Speaking of Giroux, he destroyed Simone Gagne 87%. Yeah. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner figures i'm not surprised uh don says we're in the same region of the belly up bracket so i actually yes, don't want to mention this um so don from drunk on broad there he is um the belly up is doing a podcast bracket right so I, we are going up against the unbearable podcast uh for the first round first round voting is tuesday at i believe noon or 3 p.m it's one of those but check out their 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 podcast account uh belly up me i think it's belly After- up media now so okay, so check out which belly up, belly up media it's going to be. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I was going to say yeah, not not the guys we're going against. After you no, vote no, for no. us, then you check out their podcast. But. Right. So <laughs> vote for us. Vote for us against the unbearable podcast. Shock yeah, we'll, re- we'll re- podcast. We'll retweet it, and then then you can go check out their podcast. But first, vote on us. Yeah, right, and then, like said, and, then we'll, yeah. and then Don says we're in the same region, so maybe uh, maybe we'll we'll go against a, a <laughs> Philly on Philly, uh, you know, matchup. There. I'm surprised they didn't do it in the first round. I'm that a little surprised too. Yeah, I'm a little surprised, honestly. Um, so the the so did I say Drew and uh, Gagne? Yeah, Drew won 87. percent 87, yeah. Um, and then Bobby Clark and Danny Briere, the two to ten uh, versus ten seed. Bobby Clark wins with 55. percent It was close. Yeah, it was very close. People love I'll themselves be- some Danny B. I I don't I again it's, it was a while ago so I don't I think I, I think I did go over here yeah for fun for fun okay. for yeah. fun well, because I knew, so I knew you Clark made it really was close win. you made it really yeah. close um and then let's go to the Sixers uh, side of the bracket Allen Iverson Sixers fans you did the right thing Allen Iverson won eighty nine percent of the vote against Tyrese Maxey I got a little nervous that maybe Taxi would win Maxey would win because he's you know he's new he's fun he's you know killing it but a real point um, guard right exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Number four, Julius Irving against number five, Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, Irving won with 81% of the vote. Yeah, makes sense. Surprise, surprise it was that much, honestly. I'm not. Um, no? Because, you know, he should have okay. been number two. But. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I thought you said it was going to be the last time you brought him up like 20 minutes ago. It's been three straight weeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number three, Joel Embiid beat uh, number six, Moses Malone, 87% of the vote. Uh, yeah, not really a surprise. And then again, Sixers fans, you did the right thing. Number two, Charles Barkley beat number ten, James Harden, eighty-eight <laughs> percent. Yeah, makes sense. So it, it all makes sense. So that's that's the end of the the bracket, and we'll uh, we'll break down the next round next week. Right. Um. So did you want to talk Sixers or, or Flyers? Where do you want to go next? Uh, let's uh, let's go, let's go Sixers. Let's all right. Let's. let's 
I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much there really is. I mean, the only thing it, that I'll say is that what a shit show of a performance against Ben Simmons in the Nets last <laughs> week. Yeah. And honestly, uh, what, what was the first game? The Bulls this week? Uh, was it? I believe it was the Bulls. We were on, so we couldn't watch most of that. Uh, or we watched. I watched most of it. I believe you did too. But we missed like maybe like the end of the third on. Right. Um. It was it was a pretty good game for the most part. Uh. And then they played Thursday. They played the the Nets. And then who did they play Sunday? Yesterday, Orlando. Yep. I will Orlando say overtime. Yep. Those those two games were very very sloppy. Uh. Even even the Orlando game that they won in overtime. Um. It just kind of seems like. How many how many games did, did Harden played before before the Brooklyn game what was like five, five or six games? I was yeah five. Uh, I think the yeah I think five or six. It Roughly five right. five yeah. to seven games, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, uh, they played a style where it was very fast, um, move the ball around, score score in the transition, um, and then it just seemed like after the Bulls game, uh, the game against the against Brooklyn and the game against Orlando, like. It just kind of seemed like they went away from that. Like it was just very much walking the ball up the court, you know, a two man game, um, where they, you know, where Embiid and Harden kind of run things. Uh, Harden played awful uh, against the, the, in those two games. Um, I think he came up really soft against Brooklyn. Um, yeah, he looked uninterested. Like yeah, again, that, that's been the biggest knock, and one of my biggest knocks against him is he doesn't show up in big games. Now you can say what you want about. A, a random game against Brooklyn right, in, in the March, season. a big yeah. game. Like I, I get that, but sometimes he just takes nights off. So yeah, and and listen, I mean it's an eighty-two game season. Uh, yep. It happens. You yeah, just don't want sure. it to be that game, right? Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It was just a very sloppy game. I think it was like three for eighteen or three for seventeen. Just you know, careless with the ball. Uh, even against Orlando, it was just. And, and again, it could just be a chemistry thing. Um, Playing a different style, like I said, those first five or six or seven games, it was an up tempo kind of thing. Um, as where these two games were just very slow and like so it was a different kind of feel. So maybe it's just a chemistry thing. Um, but even guys like Maxi, like you when you when you when you change your style from like this up tempo where him and Thibel really like they succeed in in that in that quick game, uh right, you know, get the ball in, in everybody's hands and shoot, like in transition, uh uh, you know, just playing quick. That's how they thrive, like him and Thibel. So, like, mate, and 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 watching the game tonight, well, I think I watched the first half, whole first half, and like they they've kind of they kind of went back to that a little bit, which I'm kind of happy to see. Um, but again, like that that Thursday game, it was like I'm gonna read you a tweet actually. Uh, okay. That I that I quote tweeted. Um, that really summed up, you know, uh, the the uh, Thursday game against the Brooklyn Nets. Let me find it. Let me. They find did end up losing tonight. I don't know if you said that through all of it. Oh, did they? Did they lose? Yeah, they lost one. I didn't see that. One fourteen to one ten. Okay. What did uh? What did do you have the stats in front of you? Yeah, I do. Yes. Who do you want? What uh, did uh? W- w- Embiid versus Jokic. What, what uh, Embiid put up thirty four. Okay. Jokic put up twenty two. Okay. Uh yeah, Embiid put up thirty four. Harden put up twenty four. Maxi nineteen. Tobias ten. Thibel nine. Niang eight. Okay, so I, I mean, listen, you know, um, I don't think it's really gonna hurt his MVP chances, but uh, I kind of wish they would have sat him um, against Orlando and, and rested him for tonight. Maybe it's just a, you know, just as a whole team, it's it's really tough to play on the road and come back home and two right. days in a row. 
Yep. But uh, hold on, I'm trying to find this tweet that summed it up perfectly. Oh, here it is. Okay, so um, this is from Provolone Joe. He's actually a a, a, a he calls the, the sports radio stations here, so he's actually like okay. a pretty popular guy. So he says after the Thursday game against the Nets, unpopular opinion. Opinion. I'm glad the Sixers are facing adversity like this now. They need to know the. This is the key part. They need to know that they aren't just going to roll on teams. Maxi is a puppy, and sometimes puppies pee on the carpet. Harden went soft, <laughs> and Joel Joel is only one man. And listen, like that's I, that's so true. Truth, like there's some truth to that. Absolutely, yeah, of course. Like, like yeah. you can't you can't expect like look listen. Maxi's going to have great games, but like you can't expect him to be the Damian Lillard where he's been in the league for twelve, he's thirteen like 20 years, years old, twenty one years old. Yeah, he's so he's a kid still. Like he's yeah. still learning um, on the fly. You know. Uh, and I, I broke it down a couple weeks ago, like just the difference between last year and this year, how much he's had to change his game, and you appreciate it. But like yep. the last three games, I mean, you know, you're kind of seeing him his not not his game be exposed, but like I said, it's that high tempo which gets him 25, 26, 27 points versus six, seven, eight points. So right, you know, let's let's kind of hope they 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 go and they stay in that direction. Right, exactly. Um. So anything else you got Sixers wise? Because uh, I think we're gonna move on, right? Yeah, I think that's just because I could go on and on, but yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> we're yeah, we're crunched on time. Well, here, yeah, so. and, and at this point, we're just kind of waiting until the uh, till till the yeah. playoffs. Honestly, yeah, there's like, what there, there are playoff teams left. Like, yeah. let's just yeah, they're a playoff team. Yeah, so. which, let's just hope this style that that they succeed with the high tempo is played in the playoffs. Right, but exactly. we can't really talk so. about that till then. So exactly, so. All right, I don't really know how much flyers I want to get into. Um, at this point, uh, every loss is a good thing, honestly. <laughs> um, Drew plays his 1,000th game on Thursday. I believe me and you will both be there. Yes. Um, so I'm I'm a little excited to see that. It's it's going to be an interesting night. It could be his last game as a flyer. It could be his you know one of his last games as a flyer because chances are he moves before the deadline on. I think it's the following Monday or Tuesday. Was that the twenty first? The twenty first, yeah. So right. Well, I actually wanted to propose a question to you. Okay. Um, it's actually kind of a two parter. So, um, you know, obviously with you know the the possible end of Giroux, um, and us, you know, being there at the game. Uh, well, maybe it's not a two parter, but to you, like. What what when? Okay, actually, yeah, it'll it'll be a two parter. The first the first part is how do you how would you how are you gonna feel? You think when 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 or if this happens where he's traded and honestly, how how are you going to feel? Um, it's a, such a loaded question. Yeah, um, I mean, and I don't. I, we don't need this whole in depth. Just, yeah, it's just, if you want to go in depth, go for it. If not, don't. Like the first word that comes to my head, and maybe this is fucked up. Like relieved. That it's like finally okay. over, um, and that it, it it signals a new chapter, um, and 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 maybe kind of shows that the front office sees that they need to be recouping asset or get getting assets back for these rental players. Um, ultimately, it sucks. Drew couldn't win here. Right. It's a, that's the part that kind of stings. He got very close in 2010. Um, but he wasn't he wasn't a captain here. Uh, at that point, he hasn't made a deep run into the playoffs really as the captain. So that's kind of that's kind of hurt his legacy in Philly. Um, so I, I just it's a mixed bag. It's it's a lot of emotions yeah. for sure. I mean, I definitely think I'm going to be. It's going to be weird. 
yeah. I, I definitely think there's going to be some kind of sadness. But again, I, I kind of agree, like a, a relief where, all right, let's 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 hit the restart button and let's do this the right way. But uh, what, what I was really going to get to um, the second part of the question was like, when like, have you ever felt a way like who who were players that you felt like oh my gosh it's over like when they were traded like from here like it could be anybody it could be a guy that was here for five minutes it could be your guy who was um, here forever i mean i got a couple guys that come to mind the first one and i and I, i'd have to think about it longer but the first one that comes to my mind is teaming in with the blackhawks okay um well I, i'm not even just flyers just, just any yeah. you know all, any of the four sports that we cover i know i, know. I can't really th- i mean McNabb's one that brought got, got brought to mind, but he okay. but but he got shit on by the city so much, right? Uh, I, I, talk, I talk about that all the time. The the raw deal he gets here, yeah. Um, McNabb comes to mind. I'd have to say <sighs> Rollins and Utley. Trying to think, Rollins and Utley. It was like definitely a weird. Yeah, uh, maybe like, it Utley wasn't, more it wasn't so like... because I feel like I mean Utley was still playing like when Rollins left like he wasn't really at the top of his game right I don't remember I don't right? know if Utley was at the top of his game well, either at the top of his game but he was still productive yeah I mean he, he played longer right um, yeah or maybe not overall as a career but he played you know he, he retired re- more recently than Rollins did right but uh but I but I mean it's just it's just like these you know guys that you grow up with and it's like holy shit like it's over you know like uh um and maybe maybe Cole Hamels. I mean, yeah, like, true. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he I mean, might, he, he threw, might be one. He threw the no hitter, and then yeah, you know, um, you know, I was just curious. What you know, some some. I, I think Team Man's a good one. Um, Ruiz, Carlos Ruiz might be one because he was like one of the last ones to leave that team. Like when he finally right. left, it's kind of like all right, this era is officially over. Right. I, I'd have to also have to say uh, Iverson probably too is. Was, Where, where'd uh, he go? Denver. After Denver. He, yeah, because right, he was yeah. he was still he was still really good. Like yeah, he was he was he, he made a couple All Star teams with uh, Denver. So spe- it was like he was spe- definitely in speaking his... to Denver. You could say the Brian Dawkins. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's probably number one. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, we weren't alive for Reggie, so right. Uh, or maybe we were, but we don't really remember that. I don't think you remember that, right? No. no. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I mean, that was, um, that was the early, early 90s, right? Like No, I think it was like right? 96 or 7. Was it? Okay. Yeah. But still, I was four or five years yeah, old. Yeah, right, so. right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, trying to... I'm trying to uh, Flyers, uh, Phillies. T- uh, t- team and is really the only one that comes to mind because, like, they traded... Deshaun hit. sucked, too. Yeah. Because yeah. of the way, like, the way it happened. McCoy, right. too. The way, they just... You know. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. But, yeah, but, I was just curious. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, I I don't know if there's gonna be a player. Like, I mean, I don't know if there's no one we can name. It's like Drew, or the fact that like he really hasn't had the greatest right success here when it comes to a team perspective. Yeah, so and, and I feel like I feel like rightfully so. And I, I could be missing somebody, but I really feel like we've been fortunate enough in the last twenty years or so that we've been watching sports like twenty plus years, um, or twenty five years, whatever, uh. That there was never really a guy like in his diehard prime that right. was like, I want out. Obviously, sports were a lot better fifteen years ago. Like guys didn't really band as much as they do now. But like, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think. You, you don't put like Jason Worth on that list. Like nobody gave right. a shit about Jason Worth. Like, right. He was a nice player, but like yeah. it wasn't. You know, we weren't going to pay him that money. So, right. um, but I'm but I'm even talking about like 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 look at Harper, like a kid who's fifteen who who 
has to see Harper leave Washington. Like yeah. we never really had to deal with that. If, right. if I, I could be missing somebody, but like uh, I mean, obviously Lindros was still young enough when he left, but obviously he's riddled with injuries and stuff. Right. Exactly. So it's yeah, a little injuries. different. Yeah, exactly. The injuries. Yeah, I'm trying so. to. Th- I mean, well, I mean, you, you could you could say the Carter and the Carter and Richards. Yeah, trades. Carter and Richards. Yeah, because they yeah. coming off you know a year or two prior to their trade. You know the the uh, the Stanley Cup. Cup. So yeah. Uh, you could even, you could also say Wayne Simmons a couple years ago. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I think he's done. I, right. Like not done, but like he's not the thirty goal scorer anymore. No, no, no. And he no, wasn't no, at no. that point. Well, I'm not just talking no. about guys in their prime. Like we we've never really had to deal with other than maybe Carter Richards and was Car- Carter and Richards is probably because they were still at the top of their game, right? Um, and and they won cups, so they, they probably they won together. They probably they probably got even better too. Like. Uh, I don't know about I don't know about Richards because Richards after after that cup run he fell off quick he was out of league yeah. in a couple of years right so but yeah Carter you could argue definitely got better yeah yeah all right anything else you want to talk uh, about here before we get out of here I don't think uh, so d- I mean I guess we could talk about the the Rasmus Ristolainen deal I mean I don't, I don't yeah. think so he he signed a five year extension five point one million per year. Um, I was on Drunk on Ice on Thursday. Right. For, I'm sorry, not Thursday. Friday. Friday, yeah. Uh, yeah, and we, we talked about that a little bit. Um, no, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I have yeah. really, I really have not watched the Flyers since, like, December. Yeah. So Not many people do, to be honest. <laughs> um, so I, I can't really, like, sit here and say oh, it's a great deal or a horrible deal. So, like, you're going to have to give me some insight here. Yeah, I mean, it's for what Rasmus versus the Lion is, it's, it's, it's an overpayment. Um He's a maybe a top four defenseman. That he'll he's physical. He'll he'll bang you. Right. He's not going to be an offensive. I mean, I, we we know this because we, we've seen it. So he's not going to be an over, overly offensive guy. Um, he makes bad plays in his own end. Um, the analytics say that. I'm not a big analytics guy, but the analytics say it. The eye test say it. He's he's. It's it's not a good deal for the direction of this team because it tells me they're going to put band aids on this instead of. Instead of trying to sell, like they should be selling off all their unrestricted free agents, like all their pending guys, right? Sell them off. Like I, 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 get, and... I get that they paid a first, a second, uh, a first and a second, and I think there was something else involved in that. A uh, Robert Hag for Ristolainen. and you're not right. going to get that back probably in the trade now. And they they felt pressure to extend him because they gave up so much. Mm. I don't care. Like tra- trade whatever, you, uh, get back whatever you can for Ristolainen. Um, that that's what I would have done. Uh, so I don't I don't love the deal or what it signifies. Um, but I see people like comparing it to Andrew McDonald. I don't think it's Andrew McDonald level. Um, because so the Andrew McDonald contract, if you remember, was six years, five million. Okay, I believe. Um, so it's it's comparable in terms of AAV, but the salary cap was fifteen million dollars less than than right. it is now. So it's. It's 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 a different deal, so I, I don't want to. And I think Ristolainen is better than Andrew McDonald was then. So I don't want to hear people talking about Andrew McDonald because it's not that. Um, but plus, it's, it's plus at the at the it's, at the end that. of towards the end of this contract too. It's I feel like it, it happens in all sports. Maybe hockey a little. It takes a little bit longer because uh, the guys don't get paid as much as you know other sports yeah, do right. yearly. So, uh, but I just I just feel like it could be a friendlier deal. Towards the end, like the way the way we're gonna see contracts kind of go up every year, 
Hopefully. Um, yeah. Hopefully, if the salary cap continues to go up. Right. Hopefully, because salary cap is pretty much flat. It. It, it, it might go up one or two million per year for the next couple. So I don't, I don't right. know how much the salary cap is going to go up. We'll see. Yeah. Also, uh, talking about wrist line and defense, what's going on with Proveroff, man? Like, like all this know. stuff that's he going looks, around. I mean, again, it's like it's rumors. Mess. Yeah, he looks like a mess. Apparent. I mean, with the recent signing or extension of wrist line, and they're talking about one of Proveroff or Sanheim kind of being the odd guy out and potentially being available for trade. And then I'm hearing uh, Provorov's not happy and things like that. And Right. I, I have no clue. Like, and again, seen, it's, we it's saw a lot so of much potential, too, there. So it sucks. Right. And, like, you're seeing a lot of a lot of rumors of people that are not um, verified. And I, I know verified doesn't really mean anything, but, like, you're credible. seeing a lot of... Yeah, right, you're a, lot, a, lot, a lot of less credible yeah. sources. So, you know, you take it with a grain of salt, but, like, it's it's a lot of places like yeah you know it's it's enough to be like okay let's keep an eye on it sometimes you know? where smoke this fire yeah true for sure if it so. if it you know if it quacks like a duck and it you know looks like a duck it must be a duck probably a duck exactly yep. so I think that's a good spot to end it unless you had any sort of final thoughts you want no. to get off your chest no we should probably let these people get back to their lives exactly so <laughs> listen I had a lot of fun talking baseball listen it's been so long since we've been yeah. able to talk baseball and we got a, a nice like 45 minutes of it. it it was great so well dude listen I, i'm going to um to la in a couple of weeks and like i was shitting bricks man like i wasn't gonna be able yeah. to see a dodgers game and like are you going now it's gonna be uh ho- I mean, hopefully yeah so uh when's the season start the seventh the april seventh so correct the first two series i think are on the road and then they come home the 14th and then we'd be going the 15th i think okay so it'd be their second home game so okay. uh yeah, I mean, hopefully, I mean, hopefully, I catch a good game, you know. Uh, good, Absolutely, good, good. Hopefully, I get to see Kershaw. I mean, that'd be Ooh, a lot that'd of be fun. Nice. Yeah. So or uh, Bauer if he's if he's back by then, who knows what the yeah. fuck's going on with Trevor? Or Bauer. or even um Bueller. I mean, Bueller would be a yeah. lot of fun too. Absolutely. So, you know, hey, listen, uh, you're gonna see a good game if you end up going. Right. Um, I guess for anybody listening out there, we will have a guest joining that show in, yep. instead of you because you're gonna be out in California. Yep. Maybe maybe I'll give you a call out while you're out there. To, <laughs> yeah, to talk for five minutes. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Because that, that will be show number fifty. So it's right. It's a yeah, big I have, milestone. I have to tap in. Yeah, it's a, it's a big milestone. So absolutely. All right, we're gonna get out of here. That'll do it for the week. Again, go to Belly at Belly Up Media. I think it is. They they changed their uh, their Twitter handle. So check them out and vote for us when the uh, when the poll drops uh, on Tuesday. And let's let's get us far. All right. Yep. So. All right, we're going to get out of here. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Fired Up Podcast. Listen anywhere you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Check them out at bellyupsports.com, and we will see everybody next week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.